0: Shalom to all! Today's office is We are starting 16 lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor Mars, Yaakov, Hernish, and Aliyah. Mars, Rivka, Hernish, now going back to explain the first mission in the parak, we had said there was four brothers, two married to two sisters. Those two brothers died, and now the two sisters are falling to the two remaining brothers. To now the mission that said, If one of the remaining brothers was usher to one of these women, and there was an Isra Erva, let's say for example, this woman was his mother in law, Usher Ba, Moter so he's not allowed to marry her, but he is allowed to marry the sister. Vahashani, the second brother, Asr he's not allowed to marry either of them because both of them would be Now, Havamine is the Chamasit that the mother in law was one that fell first. Let's just give names to these people Leah and Rachel were the two sisters that fell to Levi and Yehuda. Leah is Levi's mother in law, and she's the one that fell first. Now, the question is why should it be that the second brother, Yehuda, is Asr to marry Leah? Why don't we say that the son in law, Levi, he's Miyabim, the one who's not? Not his mother in law, which is Rachel. It have a and his mother in law should be in regards to the other brother, meaning Levi's mother in law, Leah, should be in regards to Yehuda. She's like someone who is permitted. Then she became Usser, Then she came back to being mutter, so she should be permitted like her original heter. Remember, Leah fell first. She's technically permitted to marry Yehuda because she has no Isra to Yehuda. Then she became Usser once. Rachel fell because now she's a chesikukasai. But once Rachel was married by Levi, so Yehuda should be allowed to marry Leah. So I'm Rav Papa, Rav says that Amrish is talking about a different case. The one who was not the mother in law fell first. Rachel was the one that fell first, and then by the time Leah fell, she's usher because of hachaisa kukasai. She never felt in a state of heter, and therefore Yehuda would not be allowed to marry her, even though Rachel was married by Levi. Now we in a Mishnah regarding the original case: four brothers, two married to two sisters. The ones married to the sisters died, and now these two sisters fall to two brothers. Two brothers are not allowed to do yibum. If they did do yibum, there was machlokes. Do they have to get divorced or not? So Rabbi Elazar, Imer Beis Shammai, had said that Yekaimu they're allowed to stay married. And Tanya have a breath. Rabbi Elazar, Imer Beis Shammai, Yekaimu they're allowed to stay married. Beis Hal they have to get divorced. Now Rabbi says Yekaimu they're to stay married. Aba he says Kal LeBeis had a kula they're more lenient with this. Shammai, stay married. Now our question is came on. Who does Reb-Shamay hold like? He said Yi-kayimu. If he's holding like that's the same I said, What's the Chiddush in Reb Shimon? And he Beisil, he's holding on Ike Beisil, that's what Abashal said, What's the Chiddush in Reb Shimon telling us? So the Gemara says, This is what Reb Shimon's telling us, Do not argue regarding this, meaning he's disagreeing with Rebbe Lazar and Abashal. And we continue to analyze Mishnah of two sisters, falling to two brothers, let's say one of these sisters is an isra ever to one of the brothers, as our example was, Leah was Levi's mother-in-law. So Levi's not allowed to marry Leah, but he's allowed to marry the other sister. The Gemara says, We already learned this once. And We had learned when two sisters are your vammays, the woman who's not in eser she's allowed to get chalitza or yibum. So Gemara says, we need to have both cases. The and If we only had that case over there, I would say Mishum makes Sheini. There's no reason to be geyser that it's user for him to get married because over there there was only one brother. It was two sisters falling to one brother. So that one brother is allowed to do yibum to the only sister that he's able to do yibum to, and there's no xera that the other brother is going to end up marrying the other sister. There is no other brother in that case. Avahachah, but over here. the there could technically be a chashash that the second brother might end up getting married to that second sister which would be Usser. A maloy, I might say that even the first brother is not allowed to get married. If I only had this case over here, two sisters falling to two brothers, I would say the only reason why one of the brothers allowed to get married is because there's a second brother and that second brother, by not marrying the other Yavama, he demonstrates to everyone that a chashik kasa is Usser. I over there, in the Mishnah there isn't a second brother, it's two sisters falling to one brother. A maloy, I might say that he he would not be allowed to marry the sister that's permitted to him because people might learn from there that a Chazzi is permitted to marry. They're not going to know the reason why he's allowed to marry one of the sisters is because the other sister is an erva to him. So we need both these cases to say that one of the brothers is allowed to get married. And to explain our Mishnah, we had said, Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha. If one of these women is an Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha, so she needs Chalitza, not Yibam. The Gemara asked, you know, That's also learned in the Mishnah, that's also learned on the Mishnah, if this woman falling to him is an Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha, the Mishnah said, have emes. She has to do Chalitza, not Yibam. So my answer is the reason why we need the case is because Hashem over there, Isra mitzvah lechuda. There's only one woman falling and she herself is in Isra mitzvah. Hach over here, Isra mitzvah ve'achaisa. There's two women. One of the women is Isra mitzvah. The other woman is the sister of that woman. Salakadet chamina. I might have thought lekom Isra mitzvah b'makim Isra erva that we should have the Isra mitzvah stand in the place of the Isra erva v'tesiyabim and he should do yibum in that case. K'mas shalom the is that he's not going to do yibum in our case in our gemara. The gemara says he should do yibum. What's a halachah? He should be allowed to do yibum in our mishnah. the rami since so they have a Zika. He's going to end up marrying a chazikukasei, that's usur So the answer is no. Not that the havamina was mishum mitzvah of rabbanon because of the mitzvah yibum. their rabbanon are going to push away the isra of a Kamash molon, they're not doing that. Meaning, since one of these women is Usr only because of a chazikukasei, which is only an of rabbanon, I might have thought that the rabbanon themselves were makal with that isher and allowed yibum in the case where the other isher was an Isra mitzvah. Kamash molon, they're not makal like that. So we can take explain the mishnah mehen, and this is describing a case where both of these women have an isher erva to one of these. Brothers. Let's say, for example, Leah is Levi's mother-in-law, and Rachel is Yehuda's mother-in-law, so they're just crisscross. Levi would marry Rachel, and Yehuda would marry Leah. The Gemara asks, Hasulamali, what do we need that case for? That's the same exact case as we had previously in the Mishnah. Mali mali what does it make a difference if only one of the women is an isra'erva to one of the men, as we had previously in the Mishnah, or if both of the women are an isra'erva? Each one to one of the men. It's the same thing. What does it make a difference? He's not allowed to marry the woman who's in error to him, but he's allowed to marry the other woman. The like, we still need to speak it out. The and if we only had the case of one woman being in error to one of the men, I would say that he's allowed to marry the woman who's not in error to him because the second one who's not allowed to get married at all is Mukach, is showing that by not marrying the other Yuvamba, he's demonstrating to everyone that kasa is I have a but over here, de there's no second person to show that Achazik Ukase is because each one of these people, lay and Yehuda are getting married, Malay, I might say that they're not allowed to get married, because people aren't going to realize that the reason why they're getting married is because the other woman is an erva. And they might learn from there that a chayse kukase is permitted. And if I only had the case of both of them being an isra or erva to one of the women, so I would say, both of them are muchach on each other, that the only reason why they were able to get married is because the other woman was an erva. But when only one of the women is an isra or erva to one of the brothers, I might say he's not allowed to get married to the other woman. That's why we need both cases. And now the Mishnah could by saying, This is what they said. When sisters are he's allowed to do or Yibam to the one who's not related to him. The Gemara Zuhi this is the one that we were talking about. What's that coming to exclude? It's implying that it's coming to exclude a different case. So we answer, It's coming to exclude the case where each woman is an Isra Mitzvah to one of the brothers. And in that case, the brothers are not allowed to marry the woman whom they are not an Isra Mitzvah with. The Gemara why would we need to speak about that case in the Mishnah? That's the same thing as we had previously. What does it make a difference if only one woman is in Isra Mitzvah, as we had previously in the Mishnah? Or now we're speaking about both women being in Isra Mitzvah. Who cares? It's the same exact case. So the answer is You might have thought, then when is it? That we're not going to place the Isra Mitzvah in place of the Isra erva, the sheni. That's only when there's a tzad to be gazer for a second brother. sheni, but in a place where there's no tzad to be gazer for a second brother, ha'yu makam erva, I would say that for each brother we should put this Isra Mitzvah, in the place of isra erva and we should allow each brother to marry the woman whom he is not nisra mitzvah to the is we don't say that and now the gemara goes on to quote this gemara that we had on teshamid and we discussed that at length over there am ravi huda morav vchein also taught with all these women that we had learned about in the first mission the mesachta ani i say about them meaning to every single one of the fifteen women that we mentioned in the first mishnah in this mesachta we can say that there's a. Possibility Possibility of a case of two sisters falling to two brothers, and not only is the two sisters falling to two brothers, but one of the sisters is usher to one of the brothers, the other sister is usher to the other brother because of some sort of other erva, and therefore one brother is mother to one sister, and one brother is mother to the other sister, and therefore would be permitted. And that's explanation of Vimta, two sisters that are yivamayis. The one is usher to this one, the other is usher to this one. So the other one is mother, and the other one is usher. So each one is mother to the other one, the one whom he's not usher to. Now, Huda Metargem, Rabbi explained that in the first mission, the masechtam only speaking about the cases from his mother-in-law and on. But the first six cases of that Mishnah, this concept cannot be applied to. My time, why is that? Since in the first case of that Mishnah, which is Bita, his daughter. So the only way that his daughter could fall to him along with her sister and the way that it would be is that his daughter and her sister are falling to him and his brother B'Yibam and he would be permitted to his daughter's sister and his brother would be permitted to his daughter but not his daughter's sister. This is a very complicated case the only possible way we can construe that case is if they are born by ainsin, meaning they are born out of wedlock. We cannot create that case if they were born in a regular case of marriage. So kumari, by kumari, we're only talking about a case of nusuin and not a case of einsin. And therefore, Rabbi Huda says that the first six cases of the Mishnah cannot have this rule applied to it. Now, Bai explains that this rule could apply to all the cases of the Mishnah. Even in the case of Manu manusasa, given the since we could create such a case, Iba'i by it doesn't make a difference if the only way we can make it up is through einson or through nusuin. It's fine. We're going to still count it as being able to be applied to our Mishnah. We're not able to apply this rule to the case of Ishesaches Shlaye by Lamai. Since the only way we can have a case where this would make sense according to Bshemen, but not according to the Rabbanon, we're not talking about a case of Machlekes in our Mishnah, and therefore this rule of Achesek Shiyivimta and Hasrul Zemu Mutaris is going to be left out of this case of Ishesaches Shlaye by Lamai. Now Rav Saframetargim after Ishesaches Shlaye by Lamai, Rav Safra says we could apply this rule even to the case of Eshas Achis Ba'Ilamai How can we have that? if we have six brothers, Balivu Drab Shemin, a Shemin, and the The way you can remember how do we create such a case is One brother died, another was born, and then Yibim happened, and then again Another brother died, and then another brother was born, and then another brother did Yibim. And that's a short way how to remember what the case is. But now the Gemara speaks it out. Reuven and Shemin are married to two sisters. Levi and Yehuda are married to two random. Women. Mace Ruvain. Ruvain dies. Nalid Yusachar. Then Yusachar. The fifth brother is born. Vibeim Levi. And then Levi is Miyabim Ruvain's wife. So Yusachar's relationship to Ruvain's wife is one of Isser because it's Esher's Achav Shalei by Lamai. We continue. Mace Shimon. Now Shimon dies. Nalid Zvulin. Zvulin is born. Vibeim Yehuda. And then Yehuda is Miyabim Shimon's wife. Zvulin's relationship to Shimon's wife is also Esher's Achav Shalei by Lamai. Now Mace Levi Yehuda by Levi and Yehuda die without children. Vinufeluhuka Mei Yusachar Zvulin. And now their four wives fall to Yusachar and Hasru the one that's ushered to this one is permitted to that one. Shimon's original wife is ushered to Zvulin, but permitted to Yisachar, and it's also a case where these two sisters are Yavamais. Now the Gmar just asks on one of the details that we mentioned. Why do we have to say that Yehuda did Yibum to Shimon's wife? Even without Yehuda doing Yibum, we could still have this apply. Because even without Yehuda doing Yibam, we could say that Shimon's wife is ushered to and permitted to Yisachar, and it doesn't make a difference if Yehuda did Yibum. The Gmar is no, it's because of the case of Tzara. The reason why we said Yehuda married Shimon's wife is because we also want to discuss Yehuda's original wife whom we're calling the Tzara over here. So the Gemara says, fine, that fits with the case of the Tzara, but Tzara the Tzara maya How can we expand this to a case of Tzara of the Tzara? Remember, the original Mishnah had said, they to their Tzaras, and their Tzaras Tzaras, and Tzaras 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 at Kala So how do we have such a case? The Gemara says, you're right, we could expand the case that there wasn't only six brothers, there was eight brothers. So God and Usher came along, and they were miabim the Tzaras, and then we continue the case from there. And now moving on to this Mishnah with a case that we've had before previous, Obviously as well. we have three brothers, two of them are married to two sisters, Aishu Bita, or they're married to a woman and her daughter, Aishu or a woman and her granddaughter. Hare if these two brothers die and now these two women fall to the remaining brother, so then he has to do chalitza to them and not Yibam. Let's say Has Achazman Asura all of Israel Erva. One of these women were Osir Tim in Isra erva. Let's say it's his mother-in-law, It's also for him to marry her, but he's allowed to marry her sister. But let's Isra Mitzvah, Isra kedusha. One of these women is usher in Isra Mitzvah or Kedushah. Then they would need Chalitza and not Yibam. The Gemara says, Tanya, we have a bride, and we've had this before previously as well. Reb Shemim pater paters both of them from Chalitza and Yibam. Shemim the Katapotek says, Do not take a woman along with her sister and make them into Tsaras. If you would take both of them, they would be Tzarus to each other? He doesn't have Likuchen, he's not going like to marry even one of them. And that's why Reb holds both of them are paters from Chalitza and Yibam the Meshach said if one of them is an Isra Erva, so he's allowed to marry the other one what do we need this for we already know that from previous cases the Meshach is in Shimon I might have thought since Reb Shimon says two sisters don't do or yibum. maybe we should be guys in a case of two regular sisters we're not going to make that gzera meaning the Kiddush is in Reb Shimon that when one of the sisters is also in him, as we said for example she's his mother-in-law Reb Shimon allows the other sister to get married to him. Him, even though there is a tzad to make a then therefore we're going to allow such a case. And in the scenario where the two sisters are falling and neither of them is an erva, we might allow him to marry one of the sisters, and that we know is us or a to Kamash Melon, we're not going to make that gzerah. Now the Gemara continues to explain the Mishnah which had said Isser Mitzvah, so in the case when one of the wind was an Isra Mitzvah, both of them need chalitza. The Gemara asks, Chavta Saman Alphantava, Amr Reb Shemin, Reb Shemin had just said, They're not going to get chalitza or Yibam. So the next part of the Mishnah doesn't fit in Sheetus Reb Shemin. Why do Reb Shemin say that they would need chalitza? Reb Shemin should say that they go free. With nothing. Hmm. The Gemara answers, it's exterior because of a regular isra mitzvah. If over here we're saying that there's also an added isra of isra mitzvah, besides for the isra of being sisters, there's also an isra mitzvah. They're allowed to go free without chalitza. People are going to learn that anytime we have an isra mitzvah, she could go free without chalitza, which is not true. Therefore, in this case, they also need chalitza as well. The Gemara is, ihi, why is it the sister of the one who's usher isra mitzvah would need Khalita? The one who herself is the isra mitzvah, we understand why she would need chalitza, the sister who's not an isra mitzvah, why should she she needs chalitza. The Gemara answers, The reason why the sister who's not even Isra mitzvah needs chalitza is because if we allow her to go free, so then we might end up allowing her sister, who's the Isra mitzvah, to go free without chalitza, and that wouldn't be okay. That's why she also needs chalitza. The Gemara asks, Why are such a thing? In the case when we have the two sisters, one of them is an erva to the brother, so the one who's not an erva needs chalitza, but the erva herself doesn't need chalitza, and wouldn't say that we have some sort of gzerah. So the Gemara answers, People are very knowledgeable in the halachas of erva and there's a call that this woman went free because she was an erva and everyone knows that erva's usr but when we start dealing with isra mitzvah people don't necessarily know and that's why not only does the isra mitzvah need chalitza but also her sister needs we're gonna stop here for the day pick up tomorrow with a fresh mishnah for now everyone should have a wonderful day